This is Troy Black. Welcome to My Prophetic Journal, in which I share the stories and details of my personal day-to-day interaction with the Holy Spirit. In the pages of this journal, you'll discover dreams, visions, prophetic utterances, miracles, and more, all connected to the voice of a real, living Savior. Let's dive in. Hey y'all, this is Troy Black. So I'm going to be talking about the end times, uh, Revelation, and Jesus' return today. Um, And I know this is a topic that um, is very popular um, for specific reasons. It's also... Um, it's, it's some, it's a topic that some other people don't necessarily like very much for other reasons, especially for the reason that this topic, the topic of end times can bring up, um, a lot of feelings of, I I believe anxiety and fear. Um, so I'm going to be actually speaking against those things today. Um, the anxiety aspect of this topic. Um, and I believe what God wants to replace that anxiety with, and you know, you might not be in the place where you experience that, um, but for, but, but I believe some believers do, and this was a this was something I used to experience a lot when end times were discussed. So I'm going to be uh, speaking against that, and I believe what God uh, wants to replace the anxiety with is His joy, and so I'm going to be sharing a few different visions that I've had that relate to the end times and Jesus's return. Um, <laughs> which is, I believe, really cool. Um, and I've seen a lot of Christians um, on online sharing either visions they've had or or messages or dreams where Jesus has either come to them and told them something about the end times or something about his return. And I believe we're going to see more of that. Um, I think there we do need to be wise in who we're listening to, and we need to listen to the Holy Spirit first of all, because the Bible also talks about false prophets arising in the end times. So if we believe everybody who says they've heard from God or, you know, says they've they've received a message about the end times from God, then we're not walking in wisdom. We need to be listening to the Holy Spirit and, and allow everything that we hear from somebody else to be to run through the filter of what is God saying about this. Um, so I think that's worth mentioning, but I'm going to share the first vision I had. It was a very brief vision. I, I was praying one day, I had my eyes closed, and I just saw a very clear picture of a bride that was lounging, dressed in her wedding gown, and she was lounging um, on what looked to be a sofa or a recliner, and she was waiting for her wedding to start. So this was like on the wedding day. And this bride was bored, you know, because probably preparations were still happening and she was waiting for her wedding to start. And I have seen this so many times in this this picture in real life of a, of a bride bored on her wedding day waiting. You know, they don't always have to be bored, obviously, but but in a position where they're waiting and they've done all they can do, you know. And the reason I've seen it so much is because I used to be a wedding photographer and I would take photos of weddings. So I would be there while people are getting ready. Um, but the but the picture that I saw was a bride who's starting to have this thought of, is the wedding actually going to happen? You know, is this a reality? And this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say after I saw that vision. It, he said, just like a wedding, my return is imminent. It might feel like it's taking forever, but it's not. That's what I believe Jesus said to me in that moment. It, my return is imminent. It might feel like it's taking forever, but it's not. The point he was making was, I'm coming back. You know, don't start thinking 
Just because people have been saying for, for generations, you know, that Jesus is coming, don't start thinking that I'm not. Another vision that I recently received, this was on August 30th of 2020, I was praying again, I was worshiping the Lord, and I began to see um, fields full of bright flowers, and then there was this bright light shining all around, and I started to see these white horses. Um, This vision was very vivid as well. There were white horses prancing around in this field and running around, and then I heard the words, they're ready, Troy. They're ready. Talking about these horses, and I'm thinking, like, what are the horses ready for? And then I realized I got the image of Jesus. You know, I I remember Jesus riding on white horses, you know, coming on clouds of glory. And suddenly it hit me like, oh, my gosh, these are the horses. Like, this is what uh, the horses that the Bible talks about. And this was a very simple thing that I received from the Lord, but it was just another confirmation of God saying, hey, we are getting close. You know, we're getting close to my return. And so I'm going to jump back to July 5th. Um, When it comes to the end times, when it comes to um, Jesus returning, when it comes to signs of the times and things like that, I really honestly believe, and this is what I feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting me to share right now, that what he is wanting to do is pour his joy out on the body of Christ Um, so, so that we are not, one, sitting there, you know, bored, waiting, not doing anything, because when the joy of the Lord hits us, man, we are going to want to share that with other people, and we are going to be bringing in a harvest. You know, we're going to be fulfilling the work of the Lord. But on the other side of things, the reason I believe He wants to pour His joy out on us is so that we are not afraid, so that we are not uh, anxious during this time. Uh, July 5th, 2020, I got this image. I was worshiping the Lord in my living room. My, I, I believe my parents were over. Um, they had come over on a Sunday. We, you know, because of COVID, um, we weren't in church, but we they came over to our house and we were just worshiping the Lord together. And I started to see these fields of wheat. It was very clear and there was a golden light all around. And I knew in my mind, I knew this, these are heaven's fields. And I started to cry, you know, just out of this feeling of joy that was springing up inside of me. And and I got this sense that God was saying that um, his body would be, you know, the body of Christ, the people of God would be overflowing with joy, so full that it's it's too much and it runs over out of their hearts and for others. Uh, and, and I got the sense that he wants to anoint us with the oil of joy. And I'm reminded of the parable of the 10 virgins, you know, in the New Testament where Jesus talks about, and it's talking about the end times, and Jesus says that these um, five of these virgins had too much oil. And this is something I've heard Brian Gurin preach about before several times where he he's talked about how he believes this is one of the things that God is okay with us having too much of, is is the oil, the uh, this anointing oil in the end times of just the joy of the Lord, you know, and and I believe that anointing goes beyond just joy, but I believe joy is going to be the fruit of that. You know, it, that is going to be what's overflowing out of us. Uh, when we are filled with the Spirit of God, when we are filled with Jesus himself, people are going to see Jesus. We're not going to be able to contain him, you know, like he is going to be uh, bursting out of us. And I believe that that's what God wants the body of Christ to look like during this time, during and, and, and as we approach you know, the end times as we approach the return of Christ, whenever that may be, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know uh, when Jesus is coming back necessarily. It could be uh, a year, it could be a hundred years, could be a thousand years. I don't know. Um, but but what Jesus said, the two things he said, the, the Lord is putting in my mind right now. One was he talked about how 
we would not know the day or the hour, you know, so my encouragement to you would be don't focus too much. And I think these are some of the tactics of the devil during this time. He would try to get us to focus too much on when exactly Jesus is returning, you know, and when Jesus himself told us, he told us we wouldn't know the day or the hour. So, so don't focus too much on that. Yet at the same time, Jesus also said um, to be aware of the signs of the time. So don't think that just because we won't know the day or the hour that we're not going to know uh, the season that we're in. We, I believe we can know the season that we're in, and I believe that we're going to know more and more as uh, the signs of the end times are, are appearing, that we're going to know, man, we are right in the midst of it. Yet at the same time, the other encouragement I believe the Holy Spirit's given me to, uh, it's kind of a warning I believe he's given me is don't focus too much on the signs either. Recognize the signs, you know, and if God tells you to do something based on those signs, then do it. But don't focus so much on the signs that you're missing the one that the signs point to, Jesus himself, the one who is returning. I want to read Isaiah 44 uh, verses 7 through 8 says, who is like me? Let him proclaim and declare it. Yet, Yes, let him recount it to me in order. From the time that I established the ancient nation and let them declare to them the things that are coming and the events that are going to, to take place, do not tremble and do not be afraid. Have I not long since announced it to you and declared it? And you are my witnesses. Is there an, any God besides me? Or is there any other rock? I know of none." So God is talking about the his nature to reveal what is going to happen to his people before it happens. He's he's talking about here that first off he knows everything that's going to occur and God has revealed a lot of things to us in the Bible about the end times. But also he's saying don't be afraid. He's saying because I know what's going to happen, you don't have to worry. Cast your cares upon me. I'm going to be I'm going to be taking care of you. I'm going to be taking care of everything that's going on is not outside of the scope of my sovereignty. It's not outside of the scope of my power and understanding and ability. And then he says, have I not long since announced it to you and declared it? So God is also speaking prophetically through his word and also through the Holy Spirit about the things that are, that are going to happen. So we can expect that. And then here's what's really cool. He says, you are my witnesses. And I believe God shared this verse with me recently while I had the end times on my mind for a reason. And I believe he was saying this is one of the main focuses. Like you're the reason the church is here right now, you know, as the signs of the time are occurring, the reason the church is here is to be my witnesses. So don't ever let yourself get so distracted by the things that are going on that you forget the role that I've placed you here for, you know, that you forget your purpose, that you forget um, the great and wonderful and amazing calling I'm giving you to be a witness, a light to the world, even during, you know, the darkness that might be occurring around you. And then he goes on to say, or is there any other rock? You know, there's no God beside me. There's no other rock. Rock is capitalized here. He is talking, this is talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus is our rock. And anytime that fear or anxiety, you know, of the end times begins to rear its ugly head, we need to run back to the rock, to plant our feet firmly on the rock of Jesus Christ so that we are not shaken uh, during this time. You know, I honestly believe that our relationship with Jesus Christ, our personal relationship with him is the thing that's going to keep us steady, but it's also the thing that's going to allow us to uh, correctly interpret what is happening. Um, in Matthew 7, chapter 17, verses 10 through 12, it start, it's talking about the Pharisees and how they did not recognize the fulfillment of the prophecy 
about Jesus. So Jesus is standing right in front of him and uh, in front of them and the Pharisees even though they knew all the prophecies about the Messiah coming, they did not recognize the fulfillment of those prophecies. So this I believe is a warning to the church as well. You know, if we are so caught up like the Pharisees in our religious traditions and acts but we are not going deeper in our relationship with Jesus Christ, the man, the signs of the times are going to be incur- occurring, but we're not even going to be able to see them. We're not either. We're going to miss them completely, or we're not going to interpret them correctly. And I believe one of the signs of the times, one of the end times events in the Book of Revelation that God has spoken to me about this year, and I made a YouTube video about this earlier this year. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But this was about uh, the mark of the beast, and this was a revelation God gave to me personally about what the mark of the beast is going to be and um, about how we're going to react to it and, and what, you know, should we be afraid? All these different questions. The main thing he told me was, you are not going to be able to accidentally reject Jesus Christ. And I think that is the major fear when it comes to the mark of the beast and Christians in today's Christian, you know, culture in the church. We are so afraid of not knowing what the mark of the beast is and saying we have to warn everybody about, you know, here's the mark or there's the mark or this is it or that's it. Don't miss it or else, you know. And yet the Holy Spirit was saying to me um, this year, like, you're going to know it is going to be an actual decision you have to make, you know, knowing I'm rejecting Jesus Christ right now. Uh, whatever it may be, to take this mark. It's not going to be something that someone's going to be able to trick you into taking, you know, and, and then they're going to say, ha, you, 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 now you're, uh, you, there's no hope for you to be saved. You lost your salvation or whatever, you know. I think that's where the main fear is, is involved. But God is saying like, no, that is not how I operate. If you're running around, you know, looking for this sign of the end times out of fear, you're then that you're, you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to motivate you um, when it comes to how you're interpret, interpreting the signs, you know, and I believe if we're just listening to, to the Holy Spirit and we're full of the joy of the Lord, it's going to be obvious. First off, we're going to see uh, the things that are occurring and it's going to be obvious to us because the Holy Spirit's going to be the one inside of us saying, you know, do this or don't do that. On the flip side, I believe uh, the devil has used this as one of his one of his distracting tactics, you know, to get us to to take our focus off of Jesus and to put our focus on something like, you know, the mark of the beast, as scripture says, or something like that, you know, and I believe the Holy Spirit is calling us as the body of Christ back to the answer in scripture, not an answer online, you know, not an answer in a video somewhere or a message somewhere, but the answer, Jesus Christ. And he's saying, if you will connect to Jesus Christ, unlike you, you ever have before, you know, nothing will shake you. You'll be standing on the solid rock when the, when the winds of life come, when the rains of the end times come, you're going to be so secure in him that you're not going to be shaken. You're not going to have to be afraid. You're not going to have to be worried. And anything, any uh, revelation knowledge you need for that time, he is going to be the one to give it to you. So that's all I have uh, to share today. But I just want to pray before I end uh, specifically, and I, I encourage you to pray along with me. Lord Jesus, I just love you so much. I thank you, God, that you have um, everything in the future that's going to occur. You already have it in mind, Lord. You already know uh, what you're going to do about it. You already know um, why you've placed us here. You already know the purpose you have in mind for us, Lord. And you already know how you're going to not only protect your people, but how you're going to uh, lead your people and guide your people and the decisions you're going to ask us to make, Lord. 
And I believe that we do not have to be afraid of anything um, because fear is not from you, Lord. We can ha- we can live with the fear of the Lord and not have to be afraid of people or events or end time situations or, or, or rumors online or whatever it might be. We do not have to be afraid, even if, if, if it's a truth that we're, uh, you know, something that's real and that's out there. Um, we don't have to be afraid of that either. Even if it's, whether it's the work of the devil or the work of man, you know, or just part of, of, of your plan, Lord, we do not have to fear, but we can remain steady in who you are, Jesus. And I just ask for an overwhelming sense of joy and anointing of joy right now for everybody listening, God, but also, uh, for a spirit of unity among your people, Lord, whether we agree on end times things or not, Lord, on the events that are taking place, it doesn't matter, Lord. What matters is that we uh, have come together as your body because we are uh, in agreement on what Jesus did for us on the cross, and we are in agreement on uh, that the fact that he is coming back and that he has us here um, to shine the light of his grace and his truth uh, while we are on earth. I ask for specific revelations um, for everybody listening, God, if there's something um, that that has been distracting them during this season, God, during this year, away from you, Jesus. I just ask that you would reveal that to them in their hearts. If there's a fear or anxiety, I ask that you would reveal that to them, Lord, and that you would show them how your grace has already covered that, Lord, and has already made a way for them to get out of that, Lord, and for them to be walking in faith and in truth and in hope that no matter what happens, that you are coming back and that you are the author of life and not death, that you are the author of hope and of truth. Jesus, you said that you came to bring us life and life to the full. We can live an abundant life no matter what season of history we are in. And I just thank you for your presence, Lord. And I thank you for your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Troy Black, and you've been listening to My Prophetic Journal. If you'd like to support this ministry, find out how on TroyBlackVideos.com. You'll also find links to my YouTube videos, books, blog posts, and more. That's TroyBlackVideos.com. I hope you'll join me again for another entry of My Prophetic Journal.